0: But of course, I'm sitting with my best friend Tony. What's up, buddy? What's up,
1: brother? Uh, I see your best friend laying down behind you.
0: Uh, my Q man, my dog, my yeah. doggy dog. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, he'll be like he'll be dog farting me out of the room here in a little bit. But you know, he's certainly uh, there um, today with me, hanging out. Well, we'll get this back side of him. I know. Hey, uh, so dude, we're like we're getting so close. We're just a couple weeks away from Presley Poe and friends. Um, it, it's just really cool. I, I, I'm so excited about this year's event.
1: Dude, so many, not only the, the the caliber of the artists, but even the brands. They, you know, everybody's stepping up this year to to I don't I don't know, just because of the last few years that just maybe we just was misfiring on some of these shows or whatever. But this year, something special about uh, Presley Poe and Friends and just between the brands and the artists, it's it's gonna be a fabulous weekend.
0: You know, uh, uh, I'm going to quote Gordon Miller um, for a second. You know, he says that um, small is the new big. So, you know, I and I, I think that the brands are getting behind that a little bit. Like they're starting to understand that, that that you know, impact strongly where you can, you know, and then and then it, not like the big ones where there's 60,000 people and you can't you're impacting very, very few percentage wise. But it's like I, I think uh, uh, um, what's his name? Gary V has a quote about it, you know, like, like really, really step into it step into um connecting with people and and you know the smaller shows are are able to do that so I'm pretty excited so uh, if you haven't heard Presley Poe and friends is March 25th and 26th and in, in historic Frederick Maryland we're going to be at the Temple um uh, Paul Mitchell uh, uh school there and uh, this year we got of course Miss Presley Poe we got
1: uh, yeah keep going
0: keep going we got the Godfather Mr Sam via coming in which uh, sometimes when I say Sam's name it it stutters because. Uh, it's unbelievable that we're, we're actually doing a show with, uh, with Sam. Um, we got a rod, PR 23, who is not just an amazing barber, but also um, has an amazing social media follow. I think, I think over all his platforms, he's at like 10 million followers or something crazy, which is like bizarre to think that, you know, you could be a barber and have 12 million you know, um, people follow, watching in, you know, that, that's more viewing than like the Tonight Show gets or something, you know, to have to that, to have that kind of following. Um, And then we have the the legend, uh, Miss Rebecca Taylor, and she's going to be showing some of her things. And we can announce on this podcast right here that all the color that Rebecca's using is Danger Jones, which is uh, if you haven't heard, that's uh, that's David. I'm going to mess up his last name. Anyways, it's the guy that started Pulp Riot. It's his new color line. So, um we're going to so all the color that you'll be working with is a brand new product that you would never have the access to do um otherwise. So uh that's pretty exciting and um and we just signed Pigment in so Pigment's going to be showing off her. So, dude, there's so much information. Just
1: go to Pressy Poe and Auntie, Yeah, business. it's just yeah, it, it's insane all the people that are that are going to be there and and there's going to be so many other people there that you're going to want to network with that aren't teaching. It's just to hang out. To be with us, to to be with you, and uh, just it's what a, a great opportunity to network with people uh, that you wouldn't normally have the opportunity to network with.
0: I think that's I think that that sums it up. So today uh, on on the podcast, Mr. Tony, we have Mr. John Hallberg. Um, John's been in the industry for 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 a minute, so uh, he's a wealth of knowledge. We can't uh, wait to uh, get him on and to chat him up and and, and all
1: that stuff. Yeah, I'm a little hair envy when I look at this guy. Dude, you know he got I mean? the best hair ever, man. Oh my goodness. Yes, <laughs> <the> guys. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I had to take off my baseball cap and put a beanie just to make sure uh, I, <laughs> a little bit I have left. <laughs> <laughs> you know. guys look great.
0: <laughs> so, uh, so uh, John, man, welcome, welcome to your day off.
2: Thanks, guys. It's uh, awesome to be here and to hang out with you guys. Uh, really excited about what we're going to talk about today.
0: Well, let's kick yeah. back and like uh, and like and like have the proverbial beer and and
1: and chat it out. So, uh, so yeah, just take like a little uh, little uh, accent. Where are you from, brother?
2: Yeah, I'm from uh, I'm from Sweden. So I'm sitting in uh, in Stockholm today as we're recording this. Um, this is where I'm born and raised. I have lived in a few places around Europe, so UK, uh, Switzerland, and some other places. But uh, yeah, this is where I'm from, and this is where I'm where I'm where I'm living right now
0: you know what's amazing john is that when we started the podcast just in 2018 and you know it sounds like a long time ago but you know uh, technology wise it was a long time ago but it wasn't that many mm-hmm. years ago like the podcast that we did with people that were in the uk or the some of the people that we that we had podcasts overseas like the audio was terrible you know and it's amazing and i don't know if it's because of the pandemic or if it's because of our friends at zoom or what it is but like you look and sound like ridiculously amazing today it's like you could be like in the next town over you certainly look better than tony and i oh
2: uh, yeah yeah maybe it's the pandemic i mean the pandemic you know changed it from being like fashion and makeup being important to maybe like the camera and the lightning you use being more important right so yeah maybe it's the it's the pandemic that accelerated that it,
1: it, it's just set it, yeah. the bar that high though. what'd you say <laughs> i mean you said he's, he looks better than us. I said, that's not, I mean, that's not that hard to do.
0: Thank you, Tony. Like,
1: like now he's offended. <laughs> he's like,
0: of course i now, boys. <laughs> oh my gosh. Hey John, so how did you, uh, how'd you find the industry? How'd you get, it? how'd you get here?
2: Um, so I got into the industry in 2011 um so and it was kind of by accident actually so my background is you know I started, you know computer science I studied business and marketing and then I started in a company called Procter and Gamble who at the time owned uh, Vella basically the hair color line Um. so you know when I just joined that company they put me somewhere and I ended up in like the professional division um and kind of just fell in love with the industry and the like the people I was meeting and working with. So I was doing all kinds of roles there, um, you know, within kind of marketing, but working in like global roles, uh, a lot with the U.S. at the time, uh, also here in the Nordic region, uh, on different brands. And kind of part of my job was really to, you know, help salon owners grow their business because if you're, you know, if you want to sell more color, like the only way you can get a salon to consume more color is if they are successful, right? So I, I spent a lot of time just like trying to understand what is working in salons and wh- what can I share that others are doing with other salons and how can I basically help them help them grow their business? And that's kind of what set this whole thing off basically. And I just felt it was so, so rewarding in a way um, to be there. And I felt there was so much that I could add I didn't think that when, when coming into it, right? But when you have kind of a business and marketing background, and you start to see like, hey, actually, this is this is valuable. What I can what I can share and it's helping people. Um, so I just felt like I wanted to, you know, do more of that, and that's kind of what set off uh, what's called the salon business, which is the platform that I created to to help more business owners, you know, take advantage of marketing and business and uh, some of these strategies
0: okay I, I have a couple questions like when you talk yeah. about like you you were there to help you were help you were there to help the salons were you helping like individual salons or or was it more of like a like an overall approach like this is what salon should be doing or were you sitting down with salon yeah. owners saying like, oh, here's a hole in your business, not in the business
2: you know, yeah as an it individual. was a bit. yeah exactly it was a bit of both actually um but probably more so on a uh you know, on a multi-salon approach, but we kind of developed tools for our frontline and education teams and trainings that they could then carry out across multiple salons. Uh, so that's probably where I spent most of the time, even if also working with individual businesses and, uh, you know, their specific challenges. Um, but yeah, so a bit of both.
1: I, I love that your story is so many other people's story where yeah. they accidentally get introduced to our industry and they fall in love with the people or the, or the industry itself. And they ended up staying and it gets sucked in and never leaving. And uh, mm. that's the, that's the, you know, part of, the, of your story that I'm so like drawn to because so many people have done exactly what you've done.
2: Yeah. And you and it took me a while. I, I was trying to figure out why that was, right? Cause I was looking at other industries, like, okay, I should do a career. I should try different industries and, it just didn't feel right to do to do something else. And I was trying to understand why. And kind of my what I came down to is like all these businesses that I have been working with, like their vision of what they're doing or their purpose, why they started this type of business, comes down, like if you boil it down and ask like why, why, why they started, it really comes down to because they want to make life better for other people. Like they want to make people feel better about themselves. They want to make people you know, help people treat pain without medical remedies in, you know, some of the spa businesses or whatever it might be, right? Which is like, wow, you know, this is not like other industries, which is more like about money and they want to make more money, but it's it's very, I mean, of course, you want to make money as a, as a salon owner and we can get into all of that. But um, uh, there's this like really noble cause, I feel, that is driving the kind of enthusiasm and passion that this industry has. And I think that's just, uh, that makes it, awesome to just work with these businesses and to you know help them have a bigger impact if i can in any way right that's yeah
0: did, did you find that like were the challenges similar like at a salon level were, were the are the challenges similar similar across the across the world
2: um i would yeah the short the short answer would be yes uh and then there is we all go like the industry goes through different seasons I've found like maybe it's about attracting talent that is the big thing or maybe it's about you know getting seen and heard in the new era where the channels you need to use need to be different and that might be like in the industry might be in different places in <laughs> around the world uh, but I think generally like the challenges uh, I would say is quite would be quite similar um, and also kind of the means of getting there are becoming increasingly similar as well, right? Because the platforms that you market yourself on are become, you know, it's more like global platform. It's kind of similar in terms of strategy. So I think a lot of it would be applicable, even if for sure there's, you know, different business setups and different structures. And like, you if you get into the details that might vary in different countries, I would say.
1: And then yeah. How long were you with Procter Gamble.
2: So I was there for, uh, so in total, it was eight years, but it was actually not with uh, Procter and Gamble all the time. So, you know, Vella was owned by Procter and Gamble, then it became Coty. Today, it's the Vela company. So it's kind of changed a little bit of ownership. Uh, but yeah, in total, it was it, it was eight, eight years there. Yeah. And so like, also like in my education today, I try to, because I think that's that's where I believe I can add something as well, is trying to draw from like this experience because I've worked on like large global brands right when it comes to how do you actually create a global brand um and like you know trying to use the experiences from that and seeing how can that be applied in a like a local business environment where budgets are completely different the setup is completely different but trying to kind of you know mix these strategies and ways of working and trying to like find inspiration also from other industries Looking at to your point, what's working in one country? How are they doing things? What's working? Like that's that's what gets me quite excited when I can like because that you know allows me to find and see opportunities, um, basically of of things that we can do differently.
0: What are what what yeah. what, what are the uh, what are the challenges that that um, a that you see and b that that we have solution to?
2: Um. So <clears throat> obviously, this is this is like so so individual uh and i'm kind of i'm really guilty of this i think like in the content that i create you know in the past i've done a lot of these like okay here's the top five marketing ideas that you need to do these are the like because people like to see that and like to consume that type of content but the reality is like what you need in your business is going to be completely different most likely from another business even if there are some general tactics and stuff that you can you know get ideas from and get inspired by but uh it's going to be so, you know, you know, personal, I think. So like that's why also like when when uh, when I've been like teaching this and trying to bring this to more business owner, I use I use a framework that I define that is called Avika. And basically the first step of Avika, the A, stands for alignment, which basically is when we kind of explore this, where we try to see, like, okay, what's the direction that you actually want for your business? Um and how are all the things in your business today working together and helping you get there? And are there places in your business where there is, you know, energy leaks or like things that are not functioning properly or, you know, that should be done differently? And then, you know, as we go through the rest of the model, we will try to like zoom in and work on those things, right, where it doesn't work. So I think that's kind of, you know, that's that's an important like not to uh, as a business owner because that can get really overwhelming and a lot of people come in with overwhelm when it comes to like marketing because we hear you mentioned Gary we earlier and these guys right just throwing out all this stuff that you should be doing and then you're sitting there like, I cannot I cannot do all of this right? I'm gonna burn myself out right that's that's the impression and people do nothing like we just procrastinate because it's like ah I should be as good as that and I should be doing that and, and that's why I think it's important to have this uh, um this thinking of uh, an understanding of what is it really that I need and what are the things that I'm going to focus on that my business needs. And then let's, let's focus on that. And, and, you know, we do that uh, and, you know, that will make a difference.
1: Mm. So, so while, while you were at Procter and Gamble, Mm. because you ended up developing a company for yourself that, that went out and, and helped hairdressers and, 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 or salon owners and, you know, because you how did that transition from there to, to your own company, staying in the industry? How, was that a smooth transition? Was it hard? Is it, was it? I mean, cause it, it's pretty gutsy.
2: Yeah, maybe. Um, I don't know if it's gutsy or not. I think it's just like when you have like a thing or like an idea or a thought or something that you want to do that keeps coming back and like knocking your head like when you're trying to sleep or when you're trying to shower is this itch that is there it's not about being gutsy it's just like i need to get i need to get rid of this and i need to follow what what this voice here is telling me and i need to like pursue that and it's not so much about is that brave or is that gutsy or yeah that i just had to do it uh, and i think for me that was really like um i you know when i started to understand that what i have to share can actually help uh and uh, and um i just want to help more and i need a different setting to do that um uh, so i started like the salon business started also just as a as a blog basically i was just starting to like just put out content stuff that i just have had to get off my chest and I, I just wanted to get it out there so that more people could see it. I wasn't really sure if that, you know, how I was gonna, you know, make that into a business from from start. It was more just also like being a marketeer. You guys know this, right? With the with the podcast, like is is also like if you're able to get people's attention in one way or another and have them care about that, you will be able to figure out the business model later on, or you know, so that you can actually do it, right? If you're if you're able to have people's attention. So um for me, it was just like, OK, I'm just going to start creating content, uh, writing about, you know, what I think are, you know, things that I want to get out there. And then it just started to pick up, basically, uh, and my blog started to get uh, a lot of traffic. So, you know, even before that, I just resigned from from work. Um, and also, like, in, I'm in Sweden, so we're very good with, like, parental leave and things that is not the same in the U.S., uh, and I had my first son born at the same time. So I was leaving for parental leave anyway. Uh, and then I thought, okay, I'm not going to go back into that, but I need to pursue this in one way or another. So I had a bit of little bit of space and, and leave room to actually like, you know, work a little bit in the evenings and during the night and like start putting out some content and doing some things. Um, so and then obviously when you have resigned, you kind of need to just figure it out uh, and you need to like actually get this working. Um, so I just had to, I had to, I had to, I had to just fix it but it was exciting it's not like it wasn't uh it's not like i didn't feel under pressure or feeling like am i what am i doing right i had a good career and i was like going somewhere now i'm sitting here and i'm a blogger what's going on like what well, you know of <laughs> course i've uh, I, I asked myself like is this really sane or not but um but yeah it started to pick up and i started to to see that people actually found this helpful people started asking more questions uh, of stuff they wanted from me. Uh, so I just like kept rolling with that for a bit. And then I was just trying to figure out how can I actually like make this into a business then. And I was I was doing all kinds of things. I was doing in the beginning I was doing agency services because back when I was like 17 years old, I started a market, like a small marketing agency, uh, building websites for small local businesses. And you know, I, I knew how to do all of that. So uh, I started with like just building website, help, like like the execution of things. But I also like in, even in that that setting, I found that like where I where I started to spend more time with the clients I had, and these were all so you know, salon and spa owners, um, like where I spent the time was in like really long conversations uh, that that kind of moved more into business topics than whether you should have a green button on your website or not, right? It was just like, and I started to feel like, okay, so this is yeah, you know, this is where I can actually add some value. Like, let's forget about the website. And I just start, I love doing these, like, talks with people. And I, you know, kept kept learning from that and then uh, figured out that I should probably be talking about that and teaching some of that instead, like those things that seem to be working. And, and then, you know, it became more of an education platform, uh, basically, after that. I don't know exactly. if I asked
0: that was my question. <laughs> no, 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 it's good. So the the, the 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 elephant in the room, I guess, is what was the company that you started? What do you what did you guys do? And 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 you know how are we moving forward from that?
2: Uh, sorry, say that. So what's the?
0: Okay, we like, just I'll slow it down. Sorry, John. Yeah, I see like twelve questions there at one time. <laughs> hey, uh, so what's the uh what, what company did you start? Meaning like what services did, do you provide? Did you uh, provide? And then um yeah. what was the name of the company and and that stuff.
2: Yeah, so what so what I what I basically started then was the salon business. So you can you know that's still there, the salon business.com. Oh, the,
0: the salon business? The,
2: yeah, the salon business. Right, yeah. Uh the, the salon business.com, which is a blog that has uh, a lot of content on it. So it's just ton of like free, helpful resources if you want marketing ideas, if you want to figure out, you know, if you want to make changes to your business model, whatever it might be you would probably find just some helpful resources on there. Uh, so that was, the, that was the website. And then, you know, uh, I was doing a bit of agency services, stopped that after a while, was doing some like brand partnership because the audience was getting quite big and I um doing some brand partnerships on there. And then I was um, starting my education program or like in the beginning, it was not really, it was more live and conversations and one-on-ones with the people who wanted more than what they got from the blog or from my YouTube channel. So uh, it started more like... A, I don't know. It was kind of like a coaching thing. I don't. I don't want to lay. I didn't want, don't even want to label it because I, I. don't know if I'm a coach. I. I don't like that label. I just like talk to people and help them get on with stuff, right? But, but. Um, um, so it was that, and then, you know, as I was then working with people, I see that there's many areas that I was kind of, kind of just kept saying the same things and start, you know, starting to get quite technical. So I started to produce courses that touches on these specific things, where they get like workbooks and videos and all of that. And then started to sell some of that ed- education uh, on the site as well. So that was basically that was basically the business um, up until like a few weeks back. Uh, so and now I'm changing everything.
0: So uh, wh- yeah, dude, what what's going on, man?
2: <laughs> so I was I was working with uh, so that was like one of the so, so, like a question that I get a lot. Because as you can tell, like I'm very driven in that way. From like where I, where people are asking for things, I try to like figure out how to help them there. And one area that I got a lot of questions on was on like software and systems, uh, and like what, sh- which system should I use and how should I use it? And it it became a a big area for which is not strange, right? Our society is like going through and has been going through over the ten years, fifteen years, like a uh, digital transformation sounds like cliche to say because like our moves are moving comp- like our lives are moving completely online we're living on our mobile phones uh we're just like this is this is like really happening and it's going to be accelerated now with all this all, all the exciting things that are happening but it's just going to go even more of that but so like systems and having the right systems to help you there um it's just uh, is really important so i got a lot of, lot of questions on that so one area of the salon business also that I put quite some attention on was to review all the platforms that was out there, like looking at different salon softwares, what's good with it, what who do I really think this is for, and what do I think are like limitations that you should be aware of, and trying to answer all those questions. And then it was like a, a year back, a little bit more than a year, <clears throat> that I came across this platform called Mint. Um, and I was like, how, how can I not have seen, seen this? Because you know I, I was you know, really into, into that world and I had not heard about Mangomint and I didn't have any expectations, but I was like, okay, I, I want to review this one, go through it. And uh, I could really tell just getting into the platform that this is, this is a complete new animal. Like they are approaching this in a different way from how other you know providers out there are doing it. Um, just like a completely different experience. Um, it basically looks as you would expect it to look uh, and it works, uh, it's fast and resp- like as a, as a tool should work in, in 2021 at the time. So, um, and it was just like really easy.
0: What is Mango Mint? You know, like what, 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 are they providing? How are they, what, what so is the a, industry? It, and is it just hair based?
2: So it's a salon and spa software um, for salon and spa business owners. Um, who, like basically, what what uh, what they are trying to do with that platform? I should say we. I didn't finish my story, but this is what happened basically: <laughs> is that is that the salon business and and Mango Mint uh, came together now uh, at the shift of this year. So what we're what we're doing is like the vision is to make software invisible Um, so to basically eliminate all that like friction um, that many experience when using technology today like things not working, we're trying to figure out how to get stuff to you know work the way we want and kind of the software gets in the way of uh, running our business and this is really what Mangomint and the vision of the founders is to do is to eliminate all that and really just make it intuitive uh, easy to use and also using like smart automations, uh, not for the, like, I think that's important as well. Cause like when you say smart automations, it might sound like it gets techy, but like smart automations in a way where it really helps you, where you don't need to think about those smart automations, right? It's not about, um, you having to set up like complicated things, but, but rather like that, that the software really serves you and makes your work easier, basically. Uh, if I can say that. So, you know, th- so, that is Mint. And I think that's what I felt when looking at the platform. Uh, and there's there's other things as well when it comes to, like, its ability to integrate with other platforms, where there's a lot of limitations with other platforms today. They're quite, like, locked down, and they just want you to use their own product. Like, Mint allows you to integrate with whatever you want. It's like openness with data. There's no contract you can, like... You know, It's it's a it's a it's a different approach basically, and I believe it's what um, what our industry really needs. Uh, And so I'm just really excited about that journey. And also now, with the salon business coming together with Mango Mint, being able to you know bring that education element together with software to offer salon and spa owners, you know that that whole package basically that's it.
1: When you were doing all your research and you like and you yeah. came across Anglo Met and you're like, how do how have I not seen this? How did you end up partnering with them? How did you end up connecting with them? Was it uh s- something that was drawing you and you reached out to them? What what's that story? Yeah,
2: I did. And uh no actually uh how was it now when it started? I can't I can really remember. <laughs> uh I saw it somewhere and uh um, and I think it was in some communication from, from Mangamin that I just, uh, I, you know, got to, got to know about it and then I just started to explore it. Uh, but yeah. Um, so, so yeah, I can't remember what was your question exactly. <laughs> like, yeah,
1: yeah, but how did you end up connecting with them?
2: Yeah, no. And then. I, you know, because they have a you know, free trial, you can just get on there, you can just see for yourself and get going. And be, there's many ways that you can basically like try out that product. Um, so I did a bit of that myself. Uh, and then when I was going to do a review of it, we, we worked a little bit closer and, and, and uh, I started to create some, some um, material around it. And then because I got so excited about it, but I, I you know, there was this thing like, because I could see that the product was so beautiful but I I hadn't heard about it and I was like but you know because for me it's the opposite like a lot of people you know land on the salon business for all kinds of reasons so I could see that there was an opportunity there as well and I kind of felt that yeah I need to be you know I want to be part of this somehow and I think like if, if we can come together we can create something that is really unique in this industry um so I actually called up uh Daniel who's the founder um and CEO of the platform, um and started to talk to him about the platform, and he was telling me what they were what they were trying to do in this whole thing around making it invisible and so on. I really started to understand what 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 they were you know onto, what the what the vision was, and I could see how they like really were executing on that. And having worked with many Saturn owners and the struggles with technology, I could see like okay, this this is really the right thing. So. I, um, I you know, he was on a vacation over to Europe. Um, so we just like met up in London uh, and uh, we're, we're hanging out. We got quite late, like 2 a.m. in a hotel bar somewhere where I think it kind of clicked that, uh, yeah, it makes a lot of sense to do something here. And it, it's not only about the, for me, it's not only about the product. Like, because before this, I had no, in like I had so much I wanted to do with the salon business and I wanted you know, I was going to grow the team here to be able to deliver better on, like, the execution um or what, we, you know, in terms of courses and coaching services and things. And I had, a, like, a ton of different ideas. So I had no plans to do something like this. But I think because of the platform was so impressive to me. And then meeting with, with Daniel, I could tell that this is a company that is very value-based, uh, you know, very... I puts a lot of emphasis on like trust doing the right thing um and being very open as, as i said there like there's no contracts you're getting into there's there's no like back charge that you didn't expect you know it's really like okay we're you know here for the for the greater good for the for the long there there's there's a lot of like values in there that just like really resonated with me um and why i uh yeah, just changed my mind there and said, okay, let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, let's come together and we're going to create something beautiful here." Uh, so yeah.
0: That's pretty, that that's pretty cool. I, I, I dig that. I, I'm I, the same that you did. We had just heard about Mango Mint like last summer when we were, um, when we were at the, uh, the Thriver event, um, and mm-hmm. you guys were a sponsor for, for the Thriver event. Um, I, I guess, I guess for the lack of a better word, my concern is how are you guys getting the word out for people to find you, you know, cause you know, that that's the first thing we have to do as a business. If there is to find, is to find users. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. So in terms of what are we doing to, to make, or, or sorry, yeah, sorry, I, mean, I, I don't know. Why I'm no, no, do it, mean how it, we're...
0: It's cool. Listen, listen, I mean, it, uh, if you go to, if you go to Hey Mango Men on Instagram or, or on Facebook, they don't exist. Right. And they, they, yeah. they they have a page and they go, "Hey, listen, we're not participating in this." And and yeah. and certainly, and certainly, if Instagram and Facebook isn't anything, it's a marketing tool. You know, for our entire yeah. industry has been using since since the inception. So, you know, I, I guess once again to to re to, to phrase it again is the yeah. concern is is that if if you guys aren't or if you guys aren't visible there, how are you getting the word out? And I mean, obviously, uh, you know, you're you're, you're we've we've seen that a couple of small shows, but you know, how are you getting the word? out and and the value that you're bringing
2: yeah and and honestly that was a very deliberate choice as well uh from the founders not being on instagram and facebook for ethical reasons that you know and and again that is kind of like these values shining through again or like doing what's right and not just doing something because other people are doing it but really doing what, what the company thinks is right um and 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 that's also like what The approach now with with the salon business and the vision that we have here and that I'm like in the midst of right now of creating and working on is creating this destination when it comes to like education and community where we create a platform uh, also for for people to learn and to connect with each other and to create you know meaningful connections Um, because this you know that is (laughs) something that is. best way for for people to learn to be able to learn like when they want and to be able to meet people and to have that platform where that happens and and we're creating that right which is which is not just about like running ads and doing other things uh, but it's about creating something that is so valuable that people want to be part of it right and I think uh, it's it's more of a and that's the philosophy uh, as i see it uh from the from the founders and with, with mango mint this, this is a long-term play it's not uh it's not just about you know getting more people on board right now but but it's about like creating something that is meaningful uh and that's going to make a dent in this industry and uh that people will be attracted for attra- attracted to because of the value you get uh you know out of that so you know that that's what I'm in the midst of right now, and architecting and creating that, creating that platform. Um. So basically, taking what what I already have at the, at that the salon business, but this will be in a much more scalable way, and we're going to open it up. So it's not going to be the business model I had with selling education, but now people are going to get access. Uh, and you know, so we're going to create that, and with that also welcome. Uh, other industry experts onto that platform so you know shout out if anyone is listening as well who's kind of in that space you know they can always ping me an email you know because we're going to want to work with the right people who can provide the best expertise as well um uh, kind of as we do this so that we really create yeah create create this, this destination to learn to get inspiration um to create meaningful connections uh you know on online and and this is a platform that is not you know the salon business is, you know, platform independent. This is a place where we just help people, uh, and then even if it's uh, you know in, in under the mango umbrella, it's not just where you go on to learn about software or you know it's it's uh, it's to help people.
1: That's one of the things that I think excites CoinEye is that it is a company that really truly cares about the people of the industry. But is it mm-hmm. is it salon based? You said salon and spa, but you know since independent uh educators or salons that uh that are growing too with these salon suites uh is it can a can a salon suite use the product
2: so so like generally what what the platform does is like it helps you cut down a lot of like your own uh, your overhead in your in your business and you know you have cool features like we can go into them like express booking, which allows you to like when you have, let's say you have a client because, you know, a lot of appointments happening online today, but still there's a lot of things happening over the phone. And and that still remains a very important uh, channel and probably will do. So things like helping you in that conversation so rather than taking your booking over phone and spending five minutes with your client. To collect all their details capture their credit card and they need to read that out it's really like an awkward thing to go through uh, you know in order to kind of get all those details in like the express booking allows you to talk to them and then you you know with just a click of a button you send them a link via sms and they can go and they can fill out their credit card details and enter their information so that they can confirm their appointment you know this like these these different automations you have like the intelligent wait list um that just like you know, if you're if you're fully booked and a client wants in on that day, they can get on the waitlist, but not just like a traditional waitlist where you just see who's there. This one will automatically, when an appointment free, you know, frees up, you know, help suggest that that is a time that you should go. So it's using all of like these kind of things. There's 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 more. There's the virtual waiting room. I can start going through, go going through well, them. Well, yeah, we hold
0: go- on, hold on. What's the virtual waiting room?
2: So the virtual waiting room is is. Uh, is basically if if you run a if you run a business also where you might not have someone at the reception at all hours, maybe you have it at some hours but not all hours, or um, or you, you don't have reception um, and you're not there. Basically, when you can enable the virtual waiting room, so that when when people um, you know ahead of their appointment, your client gets an uh, SMS basically where they can go in, they can they can inform when they have arrived. And when, the, you know, so they basically check in to their appointment via their phone. And then, you know, you can set all that up in the software. So you get a message back saying, okay, cool. You can go and sit down in the blue sofa, just take something to drink while you're waiting. Uh, and then the member of staff that you're booked will, will get notified uh, that this person has arrived. Uh, and then when that one is ready to take the appointment, you know, you have that auto- automated flow. So they can just notify the client, okay, we're, we're ready. We, we're with you in a, in a moment. You see, I mean, like it automates that that waiting room experience, uh, which for some businesses is is really, really valuable and can help you with managing some of that overhead as well. So I'm going into all of this also because to Tony's question, like, is this for independent professionals or is this for a a salon? And I would say uh, for this to be valuable, you need to have a bit of overhead in your business and you need to you need to be able to benefit and get the value right out of uh, Having these different smart automations and being able to integrate with your marketing software that you want to use in your business, that you find those things valuable. Yeah. So that's why generally, like when I recommend software to an independent professional, I probably wouldn't recommend Mangement because generally they don't have that level of overhead or you know cannot get the same benefits out of it as for the bigger businesses. So uh, I think the like majority of salons and spas using Mangement today. Are sort of in the ten to twenty staff members, uh, and uh, although there are for sure businesses on there with with fewer as well, because they just love the des- I mean, it's the uh, it's the most well designed software. Uh, I, I you know from just like how it how it looks, and I'm not just trying to sell it, but it, it really is like because I've been reviewing all these platforms, uh, and you know there's there's a lot of other be- you know benefits that people get out of it. But uh, I think if you're a solid, you know independent or then you might not be able to get that value out of the software that a bigger business would. And so, you know, that's where it makes most sense.
0: Well, a, um, and this has come up about five times on the podcast, like the transparency of that is amazing. You know, I I love that you were like, yeah, listen, it's probably not going to benefit the individual, but if you're a salon and you need automation and you need good software, we're we're the people for you. I, I, I think our listeners appreciate that. Right.
2: Yeah, uh, and you know, and and again, that's again why I decided to, to join forces with like with with management with the salon business because of these things. Like, there's no, you know, we're gonna talk, talk straight here about like what where can we provide value, and if we cannot provide value, then we don't want you, right? Yeah. <laughs> we don't want people who don't feel they get value out of it. Uh, and it's uh, pretty. Yeah. Cool. So you know, there's been like... so
0: much talk on the in um, on our podcast. We've uh, we've had the conversation a couple of times with a few different people. Um, mm-hmm. It uh, is how the industry is moving to automation, right? And and mm-hmm. I think I think that it's a push from the suite kind of stuff because you know we want to. And Tony and I, you know, for all transparency, we, uh, we are suite owners. So, but you know, how do we create like a salon, like experience when it's just us, you know, and we don't have, we don't have a bunch of like, uh, hands and support. So, um, automate, uh, like I said, we've had a conversation a few times on like, Automating almost everything, you know. Like the conversation we've had is automating, you know, consultation forms. Automating, mm-hmm. oh, so how to book your appointment, when to book your appointment, you know, with with apps like Calendy and stuff like that. Um, that that people are that people are using. Um, so I, 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 it's interesting to me that that it sounds like you guys are either there or you're moving in that direction.
2: Um, no, so we're we're certainly there with automations and offering quite sophisticated automations when it comes to comes to all of that, absolutely. Um, and I think just there's been this, you know, because there's, with the development of online tech uh, and a lot of players trying to tag onto that over the past few years, there's so much talk about AI, chatbots, you know, all of that kind of thing.
0: Yeah, It all, re- it all makes me very excited, by the way.
2: Yeah, yeah. Uh, and there's there's a sh- there's there's something happening in a- AI like n- right now, you know, with Chat GPT, GPT and and all of that, um, which we, which we can also get into. Um, but I think also it's been misused, like like chat, yeah, I think we all agree. Like when you land on a you know on a business and they have this sh- chat bot coming up, and you're trying to talk to it, and it's not it's not giving you what you want, and it's just like creating a lot of frustration, and it's honestly distancing. The business from the user and i think we're in an industry where like relationship and communication is everything or it's a big part yeah um so with mango Mead, we take like that very seriously and we don't want to add the chat bots and we don't want to that's not what we want to do and it's a risk that i'm sending that signal when talking about the virtual waiting room and so on that it sounds like we're trying to remove people here and and to just have have the robot running your business that's not at all what we're trying to do what we're trying to do is to leverage these these developments in technology like ai uh, where it makes sense as to to make your life easier in the salon to communicate and to do that in a much more intuitive way as you would normally but using using the technology and we will use all kind of advanced stuff under the hood to enable that but we're not going to put like a chat robot on on your website where you know people are going to get frustrated because that is basically technology getting in the way And we've seen way too much of that where, you know, providers of these software platforms get excited about tech and they throw these kind of features in there, but it's actually not helpful. It's creating barriers between the client and the salon. So um, we don't want to do that. We want real human interaction and then, yeah, using these smart, these developments that are happening and are intensifying right now to make sure we're creating the best experience in using that, if that makes sense. 100%.
1: Hundred oh, percent. Mm-hmm. I I love the idea that you have all these, you know, very impressive automations already, and then you have the salon business joining forces with them. So, are will you guys automate the, a lot of the ideas from the salon business that's going to kind of incorporate into the Mango Mint, and so they just marry together? Uh, are you and and are you still coming up with a lot of ideas, or adding your ideas from the the salon business uh and joining forces and in, in, in automating a lot of those things too
2: yeah i want to like turn that around and ask you guys with all your experience what you think we should do because i like i'm at the drawing board right now and like trying you know making sure we create we create this and um, um um and for sure there's gonna like there's there's just i just see so many opportunities right now you know when you're kind of at the place and you you see like where you could take something and you realize like where you are and you're trying to bridge that like all the, you know, it's like you, you almost get like frustrated mm-hmm. with like Is okay, there something else I can help Oh you? that's my Siri waking up for some reason. It's because I'm waiting.
0: <laughs> Good morning, Siri. <laughs> Hold on.
2: Hold on. Hang on.
0: Sorry. I
2: don't know why she woke up suddenly.
0: <laughs>
2: yeah. Um Hey, yeah, see, but
0: like, a mattress. <laughs> <laughs> One option yeah. is mattress farm on East Ridgeville. Oh, no. <laughs> It'll okay. work.
2: Is, is, this, is this, <laughs> this my computer? No, no. This, this, okay. Sorry,
0: sorry. Oh, my God. <laughs> All right.
2: Yeah, yeah so let's bring great. theory into the conversation as well.
0: <laughs> uh, Tony, that's the single funniest thing that's happened on this podcast. <laughs> yeah,
2: that's <was> awful. <laughs>
0: we just bought a mattress from <laughs>
1: <laughs> You have one delivered to your house by tomorrow
0: yeah hey uh if you're listening in if uh again if you're in a suite or something um a great practical joke that we play in the suite is uh walk into someone's um a uh, uh, space and uh, and ask a uh, uh Alexa to uh, to buy a mattress or to you know uh, send like car parts or something
1: <laughs> cuz it'll do uh, it. I'll walk by a suite and if they left the room, I'll tell them to play, like, a kid's song or something. So when they come back in the room, they got, like, a, a kid's music. Yeah, it's – anyway. But,
2: yeah. but
1: that was awesome.
2: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's funny when we're talking about technology getting in the way and, and, and Siri jumping in.
0: in the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, uh, but uh, yeah, but to your, to your point, Tony, on, like, how to – how are we kind of bringing that together? I think there's there's a lot of opportunities to do that, but I also believe like software, automations, technology, they can solve a lot of problems for business owners. But there's also a lot of challenges, right? That we have that like technology cannot really solve. Like whatever, how do you make sure you keep your team motivated and performing? And how do you actually what kind of brand do you want to create for yourself? How are you going to differentiate versus other businesses in your area? Like these these are this is strategy, right? And, and things that actually you need to use that little gray slime ball under the hair to figure out. Uh, And I think that's where kind of education is needed basically to, to do that. So uh, yeah, so I think there's, there's going to be potentially some links in some of the executional elements, but also it's going to be quite, uh, you know, different challenges that we're helping with on the salon business versus on on Mangomint, uh, even if we share the same kind of like vision and uh, you know what we're trying to what we're trying to do here,
1: yeah, and and, and that's like with anything, you know, you'll have the, all the automation, you'll have all the things online, but <clears throat> you still need that that personal element to it, right? So I can learn uh-huh. all the haircuts I want online, you know, be the greatest haircut learning from a video,
0: <clears throat>
1: but there's still something about that classroom setting when you're hands on live with other people with other things you know what i mean so uh i i love the idea of you know we can automate everything but you know the coaching you still want that you still want mm-hmm. that human connection you still want that you know whether it's one-on-one or uh or or someone's coming to your salon and and, and giving you a, a coaching experience it, it, so i I agree with you wholeheartedly i I think you need both mm.
0: yeah yeah for sure bow oh, show sure. so what um so within mango mint, I know that um i have some salon owner friends who they've had a challenge with some of the softwares they're just not being robust enough, meaning like can they pull all the reports and and what what reports are 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 important to them and 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 um is mango mint can you set up the reports that you want and like get rid of some of the reports that you don't, or you kind of know what I'm saying? Like, is yeah, a, is it, is it a full business software? I guess. Is the
2: yeah, absolutely. It's, it's a, it's a full business uh, software and it's very like rich in reporting. Again, also we're you know, the users that we're serving are like typically 10 to 20, you know, staff member type businesses, right. And being able to track your KPIs and understanding, you know, what to look for in those, uh, is crucial right so it's it's very like robust uh i would say in in that sense uh and you know there's and and there's also a lot of flexibility like with uh as i touched on earlier with integration so if you want to use you know whatever payroll software or you want to use some other reporting or like we're offering uh the ability to, to integrate with other platforms so, you, so you'll find you know you'll find some of these like sta- more standard integrations um that are already set up and ready for you things like Mailchimp um or shopify if you want to run an e-commerce store and still have your inventory synced and so on like these are what we call like the standard integrations but then if we want to get more sophisticated there's also something called webhooks uh, where we actually help you to set that up um so that you can basically integrate with now we get quite technical but like with sap year you might might be familiar with or like other like more custom uh, things that that is really important for your business. Uh, and, you know, we we will help you with that and to get that set up. Could so, you do uh, multiple
1: yeah. Shopify's? Could you do multiple uh, MailChimp's through one? Meaning yeah. that, I, I'm going to give you an example. Mm. So we're, even though we're in a salon suite, right? So we do have a front desk. We do have mm. a a software they do have a software system we don't necessarily use that at the moment but i did starting off and each software uh so it's like a big giant salon right hmm. but each suite had their own pos system so they didn't run hmm. it through through the hmm. uh, salon software hmm. but uh could mango mint like if I, if somebody wanted to i guess they still would be private like or could you do multiple Shopify's multiple storefronts yeah, yeah. within? You know okay. what you can set
2: up is also like multiple locations within Mangomint. I don't know. It's probably that. How, how that's probably how I see that you would want to manage it. Um, there could be other ways as well. Bearing in mind, I'm only like a few weeks into this role, so I'm like, like when it comes to some of those specifics, um, um, I would probably you know direct you know. There's a way also on the website to just like book a call together with with someone who can really like if someone is listening to this and have that kind of specific question that's probably what I would do just like book a call with with someone who can lead you through and help you answer if if we can do that specific thing for your setup but uh, but generally this sounds like something that would be doable yeah.
0: Yeah I, I know that the challenge that Tony and I have had is that is is even having like he said like having um, well first off are you guys a POS. Or do you or, or yeah. do you just support? A there's player? a there's
2: a POS uh, so you so and it runs on uh, an iPad device. So when you get going, you get like this stand and card reader and all of that uh, from a, like the physical unit, uh, and then you have the full yeah POS functionality you, in, in the platform.
0: Could you have like like in our salon suite? You know we have like 20 operators. Could you have? But all of us have different POSs. So would Mango Mint be able to integrate? So although it's run I put this in quotes, like a salon that everybody would have their own individual uh, POS within in there. Do you know if that's possible?
2: Um, so yeah, you, you can set up also so that you have multiple ways, both in terms of how you, uh, how you pay uh, <laughs> people in your business. If you have like independent business owners sitting under there so to make sure that each transaction, if this is paid from that person, it should go into their account and not into the central account. And, so there's there's quite some sophistication to enable all of that setup. Um, so yeah, my answer would be kind of yes, uh, but it's um, brilliant. But but yeah, so so it's really like sophisticated, and that's really what it's meant meant to serve. Uh, but yeah, you you need to excuse me a little bit if I if I don't know. Oh no no, like,
0: no 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 no. We, I understand
2: exactly. What? Yeah, this is what I still still have a bit to learn on, like how do you exactly do it? But but um, it's uh, you know the support for that is is in there uh, to have independent business owners working for you and making sure that money goes to the right place and is booked in the right way and all of that
0: that's awesome how can mm-hmm. um how can people find you or how can people find uh, mango men or if they have any questions you know what, what's the best way to uh, to handle mm-hmm. um not just mango mint but um but also uh the uh what is yours the salon business
2: the salon yeah business? exactly so so um you know, if you want to reach out to me, you can, uh, you can, you, you should probably go to thesalonbusiness.com. Um, there's a YouTube channel as well. I believe this is going out on YouTube, like we'll be recording. But so, so if you just search for the salon business, you'll find me on YouTube, uh, or you go to thesalonbusiness.com um, and there's contacts there and everything if you want to get hold of me. Um, and for Mango Mint, so, obviously, I've been talking about a lot of things now on the mangamin platform. Uh, if if what you're hearing like resonates, then what I would do is just like go on and just play around with it. So, you have like a free trial things so you can go on and just see, see for yourself using the tool. Or if you prefer to just watch a video where someone leads you through it, you can do that. Uh, or if you want to get on a call with someone, if there's a specific challenge you have, you can do that. So, really, uh, Mangamine is set up in a way so you can engage with the platform in whatever way that fits, fits you. And it's not like you need to book a call with a salesperson or something, but you can really go and explore for yourself, uh, you know, to see if this is something that fits you and that, that you'll find on Mangomint.com.
1: All uh, right. You know, I'm going to be on it. Cause I have so many questions. Uh, I'm already trying to con- connecting some dots with, for what i with, with what we're doing and, and where we're going. So, yeah, so I, I'll definitely be on there later. Trying to yeah. try to play and, and uh, figure out things.
2: Yeah, do I mean just go and give it a give it a give it a try. Um, and I think you will see <laughs> that what I've been talking about today is not just me making that up, but this is a you know beautiful piece of software uh, that is really built with uh, you know the right values and integrity in terms of like what we're trying to do here. And I think you will feel that when you start to engage with the team uh, and you know with the platform.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. We, uh, and, you know, thank you for, uh, thank you to mango mint because, uh, or actually, you know what? No, big thank you to Britt uh, Brit Siva and the thrivers to kind of bringing, uh, bringing awareness to us, Tony for, for mango mint. Um, it, it's, uh, it, it, it looks amazing when you go to the website, it just, it, it's intuitive and, and, and you can find yourself, you can find your way around it. And, uh, you know, just, it, it's really cool. I encourage everyone to at least go look. I mean, what, what do you got to do, but go look, you know,
1: go, go, yeah, go, yeah. the- go play, go play. Exactly. Go play. Go play. Yeah, exactly.
0: Mr. John Halbert, thank you for hanging out with us. Thank you for yeah. a little bit of your knowledge and, and, and letting us know a little bit more about uh, the, the, the salon business as well as, as Mango Mint. Uh, John, thank you very much. And uh, until next time.
2: Thank you, guys. This was awesome. A lot of fun. Uh, love hanging out with you. I hope we can do this again at some point. For
0: sure. See you at yeah. the
2: conference. That's right. Yes.
0: how's <laughs> coming.